What's up, guys? Welcome to In the Office with Scott and Wes. We are back. I'm Wes Holly, and I'm Scott. It's uh, it's good to be back here in the office uh, for this uh, podcast. A lot going on. A lot uh, going on. A lot going on this yeah. week. Um, I don't know if you knew this or not, um, but uh, Google had their little whatever they call their keynotes, uh, <laughs> where they introduced a bunch of new stuff. They Google introduced slides. They introduced like it. a new laptop. They introduced a new phone, and they introduced like new wireless headphones. And you know who cared? Nobody. <laughs> Nobody. You don't. So you don't think it's just it's just out of our out of our ecosystem that I, we don't. To be honest with you, what's interesting is that. When Apple has a, we talked about this. When Apple has a keynote, like uh, NBC covers it, and it's all over the news everywhere. It's not just like true. tech yeah. people, and it's a huge show. They have these incredible videos. I tried to watch the Google one, and it was so boring. Really, and 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 like I don't think that anybody, unless you follow um, like tech related stuff, you would have no idea it happened. Yeah. Yeah. It's like if a tree falls in the forest and nobody's around to see it, does it really make a sound type thing? Yeah, um, sure. But let's go ahead and let's go ahead and get our guest in because yeah. I think he can actually contribute to this. So we're bringing him back for a second time. We'll call him a recurring guest. Wow. Yeah. Second time guest. Second time guest. And that is no other than Michael Stuckey. Michael Stuckey. Hey guys, how's it Michael going? Michael Stuckey, InfoMedia, InfoMedia.com for all your website needs. Uh, promo code uh, in the office, you get twenty five percent off your first website. The That's first right. five people will get fifty percent off <laughs> the yeah, total yeah, yeah, cost yeah. for a website. Yeah. Please call us. Yes, please call yeah. them. But all right, so one thing that so this past weekend, uh, talking about Apple, like I got I got AirPods for as an anniversary oh my gift. Gosh, They're great, really? aren't they? They're great. Anniversary gift. Um, Have they you are, lost one already? No, I haven't. Okay. I haven't. They are, they are great, but that is my was my initial fear. It's because you're holding something that's like $150, and you're like, this is so tiny yeah. that this could be lost easily. But, um, yeah, I've tried for about a year now to find, like, knockoff-type $30 things. And there's nothing out there. There's nothing there's out there nothing that does there. that. Other than the only other pair that I've seen that, like, have worked as well are, like, the those Beats ones, which are, yeah. like, those are, like, $80 more. We're talking yeah. earbuds, too. Now. Earbuds. Like, yeah, that wireless, wireless, yeah, wireless earbuds. Yeah. I've got some that I run with, and the sound quality is is wanting for sure. But, Correct. You know, they, they work fine Bluetooth-wise, yeah. but – uh, you're really, I mean, it sounds like you're getting a good. Well, so the reason why experience, the reason why I like the AirPods. So there's, I think there's two different types of people when it comes to headphones. Some people like the ones that go like deep into your ear and kind of have more noise canceling yeah. properties. I don't like that. I like it kind of sitting on the periphery so I can still hear everything, but still with good sound quality. And I think um, those do that. Sweet. Um, but what's interesting about sort of talking about Apple and how everybody kind of reacts to it. Is you had the iPhone, then everybody created smartphones after that. Um, tablets, same way. Some, you know, the, the smartphone thing, there's other companies that have kind of caught up with Apple with tech and all that stuff. Tablets, not so much. But even with that, you know, they're the first ones um, that really kind of said, hey, use these with your phone. It's like a product launch. We're going to sell these wire. And I remember yeah. making fun of it and thinking it was stupid. And now, like, Google has some, Microsoft a couple yeah. weeks ago had their event. Mm-hmm. Now they have some. And they all look. Maybe it's just because I'm used to seeing AirPods everywhere. Nah, yeah. They, I'm like, those look stupid. The, right. Uh, Google's are like these little. They're round. They're and round, yeah, and yeah. they kind of stick out of your got ear. The, it looks like you're putting the G quarters in your ear. Yeah. It's very, <laughs> which is very funny because when I first saw the AirPods, I was like, these look ridiculous. Yes. Ridiculous. I don't want toothpicks sticking, <laughs> yeah. sticking out of my. You ear. just took the wires off the headphones. That's all they did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah but now I think, 
I think it's like a brain thing. We've gotten used to seeing this 100%. is what wireless headphones look yeah. like. So now when you see all these other companies coming out with it's like that's those aren't those aren't AirPods. And it's kind of that that Apple mess that they do to you yep. where they they incept these ideas that this is what this is supposed to look like and everything else. Is. That they were actually here first, even though well, they weren't. And right, they know? did that same thing when they Just changed doing it better. When they yeah. changed the charging port from the old thing, every the whole ecosystem, every yeah. phone company kind of had to change the way because yeah. it became the norm to have this little uh, USB C. Is that what it yeah. is? Yeah. Well, the the, or uh, the lightning the, lightning the cable. lightning cable. USB C is very similar. Yeah. Though, yeah. So, but, mm-hmm. but yeah. that is that is interesting. Because they are the I remember when they did that. I was like, oh my gosh, can't. And now everybody, there. It's hard to find a new flagship phone that has a headphone jack. Now everybody's kind of yeah. going to this concept because what they've realized is that what Apple realized and what Google and all these companies is eventually people will spend the hundred and fifty dollars to yeah. buy these things. Yeah, we'll still give you the free pair of of wired headphones, but eventually people will spend the money for this. Sure. And I mean, like I eventually have this. And all right, the biggest thing that I got to figure out now, and I want you guys' opinion on this, okay? Because like I've gotten so deep in the Apple ecosystem now. Now I still will never use. <laughs> uh, I'm never going to use Pages to write papers. I'm never going to use. Yeah, please don't. Or anything like that. I'm not. We've I'm already using, established that. We've already yeah, established you, you, that. Yeah. But the one thing that's just out there, just lurking, is Apple Music. <laughs> I've been a Spotify guy yeah. since the beginning. I'm since Spotify you. became a thing. Yes. Spotify I've been did a Spotify it first, guy. too. Yeah. They did. They did it first, and they do it well. And and that is the one thing that I like. I've thought about it a few times because Apple Music has gotten infinitely better than it was when it first launched because it was trash when it first launched. Sure. Right. And so it's close enough, and they're like, wow, do I do this? I, I took about a six-month hiatus from Spotify, actually. Yeah. I tried Apple Music, and it, it was about the same yeah. uh so um you know it it's really it could come down to cost for you it could come down to uh the the music selection but right. i mean if you're listening to top 40 out there i mean you're gonna yeah. find it on both services so you, you've gone to the other side and come back yeah i, I went to the other side and came back and, and I'll, I'll tell you i'll tell you <laughs> well, why story yeah, yeah exactly i mean i was uh I, i've been an itunes guy since they they launched yeah. that product and uh you know back in the early 2000s you know us millennials we used to just download music uh um in in, you know other ways i'm doing air quotes um and uh itunes was a good library for that so you'd have like a an enormous library of songs and then um and then spotify came around it's like hey here's here's your library plus a billion other songs and you can listen to it for free right uh you know and you can get rid of the commercials if you pay for it um yeah Really, what I the reason I came back to Spotify was because it's got like just a better user experience. I felt like I was getting lost in Apple Music because you sure. feel like yeah, you're still agree. navigating yeah. the Apple Store, like sure. the, the iTunes sure, sure. Store, which yeah. is is a weird experience. So they so. they have what they did kind of recently is they've tried to like separate all that out. So like iTunes isn't a thing anymore. Right. Um, right. So now they have you know podcast and Apple, Apple music, music and then whatever then Apple TV. I guess are the three things they've kind of separated. So I've I wonder what that experience is like now. But I don't. I just have gotten so used to Spotify and it always works for me. Yeah. That that could be like a bridge too far. But I, I go back and forth because they'll sit there and they'll pop up and say, Hey, look, we'll give you a month free. Yeah. If you want to give it a go. And yeah. um, it may be worth at least test drive. Try it out. Yeah, yeah, I'll try it out. I, I think I think probably well, I think there's a few reasons Spotify is kind of 
staying on because, um, mainly because one, it got there first. It's doing right. just as much, if not maybe more than Apple Music. Right. But then also, Apple's. I, I feel like Apple's sometimes bad about doing promotional deals. People are always paying full price for everything they get, and Spotify. You know, like. Well, d- does a bunch of student discounts. They do all types of like bundling with people and stuff too. They're just good at marketing themselves. You can get like Spotify, Hulu, and Showtime as a student for like next to nothing. Yeah, so it's like four dollars a month crazy. or something. It's, like it's crazy. four or five dollars. Yeah, yeah I noticed that too. You're you're right. I think they're just they're just better at marketing themselves. Yeah. Well, they they play nice with other companies. Apple uh, seems to sort of. Unless it's Disney, because they're like have a lot of the same board members, seems to kind of operate within itself. So you're never going to see Apple bundle with this other product yeah. that may be a direct competitor. Yeah. Sure, and that's something that Spotify is open to do because Spotify doesn't care about anything other than music. Yeah, they're, Apple they're, wants you in everything. They specialize. Yeah. Now, if Apple, yeah. <laughs> if Apple teamed up with this new whole like Disney Plus thing and jumped on oh, that shit, oh. good lord! Oh my gosh, that would be if you could get if you get Apple Monopoly. Apple Plus TV, Apple TV Plus. Disney Plus, and then if they could throw in like Hulu, like live television, yeah, they'd own the world. Oh yeah, they'd own the world. That's <laughs> I say. I, I always put these comparisons together and say, if you do this, you own the world. So one day somebody's gonna listen to us. Yeah, and and we had a, a random large amount of listeners last week, so hopefully you guys will will keep doing it. And somebody somebody somewhere in in California is gonna hear what I'm saying. Be like, that's a great idea. Let's that's do that. that. Let's steal it. <laughs> but yeah. so I so like, I want to ask you this because there's one thing about you. There's a lot of things about you I find fascinating. Let me say that out. But there's something <laughs> in particular. Very interesting. Is that you? So Wes today was was looking around and he found uh, like a Google thing. What was it called? Google Keeps. Google Keeps. Mm-hmm. He found Google Keeps and he's like, oh wow, what is this? I've never seen it. And so I like will use notes on my iPad and, and reminders as kind of like this is how I keep track of things. But you kind of take. Note taking almost to a science. Yeah, I've never I've never been around anyone that's so passionate about how they take notes, what apps they use, and why. Like, like, than you. Like to an extent, I texted you the other day. I was like, I'm I, I'm trying to like organize my notes. I was going through my my the notes general app that's on uh, on the your, stock app yeah, that's on yeah. the on the phone already on iPhone. And I texted you, was like, I'm trying to figure out other apps, things. And you were telling me, like, I was on one app, but I'm just switching to another. And I was trying another one. I was like, Michael Stuffy takes <laughs> He's a no notes. Guy. Yeah. I'm a no guy. That's right. Very serious. And I, think it's, and I think it's important because, like, that's the one thing about kind of our generation, our society, is we are so scattered. Yeah. That having some central way to keep your thoughts together is something, like, I've had to learn. That's one of the great things about um, iPad OS is you can put all these things on the left side now. So when I like, I do everything on my iPad now, as we talked about last week. And so I can see a bunch of notes, everything I got to do that day. So it's helped me kind of organize my life. But that is crucial in this um, kind of scattered world we live in. So like, what do you use? Why? And what's kind of your thought process by why it's important? Yeah. So I may start like with just the philosophy around like just taking notes in general. Oh, why God, it's important. Great. Uh, <laughs> I, I just think there's too much stuff kind of buzzing around in my brain uh, to, to remember important things like I need to, I have a doctor's appointment tomorrow or this or that. So you write it down, you know, uh, you write down recipes, you write down things that you love, things that, um, you need to remember, uh, important details about this thing that happened, you know, like 
my brain is only so big and i i want brain, i want it to be flexible enough to work on things thanks it, yeah, it's <laughs> it's it. i do have brain. a fat head yeah, that's a good um, looking brain good, yeah are you are you a seven and three eighths? I'm a seven and a half actually. <laughs> yeah. yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> wow. Um, <laughs> Wes is like a six and five eighths. I'm a six Jeez, and seven eighths. Man, you got small head. It's a small. Are you head. really in the sixes? Six and I seven eighths. I was joking. Lord. No, I'm a six and seven eighths. Yeah. I hit the seven mark when I was like twelve. I could get away with a seven. For my high school baseball hats, I was only a six you, you can shave me bald, and I couldn't. Well, because you I don't want to be the guy that when they're going, when Coach Smith is taking out, but say, oh yeah, I'm a. I'm a six and seven eight. <laughs> hey, tiny head. What? Yeah. Sorry, continue. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, I got this big, I got this big old noggin that I can only hold a finite, finite amount of information at one time. So, you know, you you put it away. Um, there's this saying that I've heard: you, you you write something down today, not to remember it tomorrow, but to remember it now, uh, to remember yeah. it. Like, you know, wow. so it'll go away in five minutes. Yeah, you can totally. lose something. And I've done that before. I've like looked through maybe old things I've had or come across something when I'm cleaning out like a room or something. He's like, oh, man, like I have this memory. I totally like forgot about this thing. But if I, maybe I'd written it down and like come back and reviewed like, you know, I would have used this thought. I would have used this idea or, you know, it's things you completely forgot you did. Like yeah, parts totally. of your life. Yeah. Which is crazy to have like a tangible uh, piece of your life of your thoughts of your brain uh that's stored right there in front of you it's Absolutely. kind of crazy uh i guess like when i'm when i'm trying to come up with an idea or thinking of something important i i've got this tendency just a stream of consciousness consciousness just throw throw bullet points down on a sheet of paper or um you know sheet of paper note taking app whatever sure. you have um i'm gonna spit it all down all at once so that i don't forget each little bullet point and so i make a lot of lists um that's what that's what my notes usually typically are um so i've got i've got like two methods one is a physical notebook like one notebook i have i have done the multiple notebooks for multiple things kind of thing you you're gonna write something down in one notebook that should have been in the other you're gonna (laughs) forget it was there it's really dumb yeah. Um, also, you've got your work life and your personal life. Like, how do you how do you navigate that? Well, exactly. I mean, I, I have found that keeping one notebook and writing all things down just helps with that. I mean, you kind of make come different up, sections. Yeah, you can come up with different symbols or whatnot. Um, which and you and I have talked about. We do. We both do uh, bullet journaling. Yeah, which I, I came across randomly, and and I thought I was like, oh, this is this kind of this seems lame. This seems kind of like a trendy thing, but. It looks pretty lame when you're doing it. I'll yeah, it looks lame when I'm doing it. It but sounds really lame, but it is super awesome. It is very effective. Yeah. It is very effective. I'm glad you brought that up because I was going to. If you yeah, did. yeah, um, go ahead. No, take it. <laughs> no, away. we should talk about it. I yeah, mean, go for it. Uh, it's called a bullet journal, and what it is like, you take like a blank notebook and you you turn it into a planner. You turn it into a a list page. You turn it into a calendar. You turn it into whatever you need it to be. Um, it's got a simple philosophy that you're supposed to follow that um, helps you stay organized. And, you know, you write down today, uh, and here's my, my list of things to do. You make bullet points, and when you when you finish something, you mark it out with an X. And, you know, you will notice that you get this, like, little, you know, boost of oxytocin yeah. in your brain. It's like, oh, my gosh, I did something. I, yeah. I, I There's a thumbs up for me, pat on my own back yeah. today. And that's how it works. And if you don't do something, you you push it to the next day. Yeah. So um, and the great thing too is like you can look at a year at a glance. You can do a month. You can do, and then you do your like little weekly things. Uh, and then 
the great thing about it is even if I want to make little notes about maybe an idea, like I'm, I want to, I want to jot down ideas about this podcast, about episode ideas or whatever. And then at the beginning, you make like this nice little table of contents or whatever. So you can put whatever you want and just reference it. Yeah. And, and it, it's great. The beauty of it is it is flexible. You, you make it what you want. So I, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll let it all the listen all your listeners know what I use. It's a, a moleskin, extra large, um, <laughs> soft cover <laughs> gridded grid paper. Um, it, it works well because it, I find that if I get like a really nice notebook, I'm going to have the tendency to not want to mess it up. Right. Yeah. And uh, I just want to be able to draw and doodle. and. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, all the whatever. listeners out there should come to one of our youth events. We've got notebooks for everything. Yeah. yeah. Hey, these Those make great bullet journals, yeah. honestly. So I've got, I've got, thank just, God for us. I got the cheapest yeah. dotted grid one on Amazon. I think it was like five bucks hey, or something like that. So go. that's what I went for. You got to test the concept for yourself too. So yeah. don't, don't like jump dive into something that you're not ready for. So, um, anyway, there's the physical, uh, bullet journal. Um, you get this like tactile feel. You're, you, you're putting pen. Great word. Pen to paper. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, get ink under your fingers. You know, there are studies that say that that like actually helps you remember things better. So, um, anyway, write something down in paper and then I try as hard as I can to push that into a digital form. That's kind of like the, the more permanent method. Wow. Um, and, uh, <laughs> I would say I, I like a handful of apps and I, I do not use the Apple stock app notes app because sure. it's just limited to it is very limited. Uh, very what very you can do. That, you yeah. can't really format text very well. Yeah. Um, I have used for like the past six years and I, and I just switched to a new app, but I'll get to that in a second. Um, I've used the app called Evernote. Um, mm-hmm. It's uh, maybe like the most popular, uh, but it basically lets you create these notebooks of like these areas of your life. And that's, um, you know, like personal work, uh, you know, future, whatever. You can kind of create these stacks of notes sure. and then write whatever you want to in them. And uh, you know, there goes my list. There goes this, that, whatever. So um Anyway, I don't know if you guys have used Evernote. I, I recommend it if I you're use it a briefly. yeah. If you're like a if you're if you're new to the the note taking app game or you <laughs> you need something to help organize your life, uh, go to Evernote. So but, in my notes right now, I, I sometimes use the Apple Stock thing because it's just there. Uh, I got a note from May twenty eighth that says nineteen one nine five three one pound. I have no idea what that is. And then I got another one from Sunday. It just says Purgatory. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know what that is either. Oh my gosh! I probably so you wrote I'm, that. <laughs> yeah, I you wrote, wrote the story as a note on <laughs> yeah. Sunday. That's I didn't say I was good at it. Gosh. <laughs> no, well, I, yeah. Let me ask you this, just kind of like transitioning. <clears throat> so I mean, talk about kind of organizing your life in the midst of chaos, which I think I think we can all all agree that life. It seems like right now seems way more chaotic than than like it used to, especially like when we were in high school yeah what i've noticed is that like our students seem to be living in that chaos with us and not separated from it maybe like we used to be i feel like when we were in middle and high school there was some kind of you know divide between where we were as students and and all the mess that was going on in the world sure i feel like that divide has has disappeared and like our kids all right so for instance on sunday I like, um, you know, I did, did prayer requests Sunday morning and uh, a couple of kids said, oh, school. And I said, raise your hand if you're uh, stressed about school. And there was maybe uh, 35 high schoolers in the room and all but four of them raised their hand. 
stressed out about school. They're stressed out about um, paying for it, getting in, ACT, and all this other mess. Man. So, like, what, as you've kind of, like, been around, uh, you know, students, what, what do you, like, see as sort of, like, the main differences between uh, when you were in high, let's talk about when we were in high school sure. and kind of them right now. I mean, I feel like it might be redundant to, like, the conversations we've had like you guys have had on this podcast already but i mean i i would draw a direct link to like technology and just this realm of social media i mean there really was only one social media when yeah when we were in high school we didn't get it till we were like juniors yeah and that that was facebook and um and it was different then you know you if you wanted to talk to somebody you had to go right on their wall right and uh if you wanted to see what what kind of interactions were going on you'd have to go visit that person so it was almost like you're having a conversation yeah, but yeah. you're not um you know this constant like wanting to be seen on you know you're, you're videotaping yourself we we didn't have smartphones then either no, like you we did not uh <laughs> you we didn't even send pictures really over like no. like a multimedia message yeah. like there's an sms and then there's an mms yeah. which um now they're all just text messages you yeah. know and um i, I don't know I, I just think that that it's that uh i, I would draw a direct link to smartphones i have a i have a theory i have a theory that i want to run by you guys <laughs> Because I've been thinking about this a lot. Because I think about it a ton. Because like in our work, this is what we deal with. You know, I think a lot of people think that it, you know, working in youth ministry, which we're all a part of that, that what you're doing is oh, you're trying to teach people about Jesus. But it goes beyond that. Because there is like a level of you got to understand them psychologically, and that changes all the time. Mm-hmm. So I have a theory. So way back when, when my like dad first started working. Um, before advent of smartphones and, and you had email but you had it on like your work computer and all other stuff like when you took vacation you took vacation no one could get to you you yeah. have like an out of office reply and then you, you yeah. go and you take a Absolutely. firm break from it yeah and the kids had that too when we were in school and we had textbooks and notebooks and all that other stuff when we left school, yeah, we might have some homework, but it normally wasn't a ton because our teachers somewhat knew there were limitations to what we could accomplish at the house because even still then not everybody had access to a computer and all that other stuff. So there were limits. Now I think now that all these kids, especially in the Hoover City School System, have Chromebooks that they take everywhere, the teachers may be piling more on them. The amount of homework they have now is way more than we had. It seems that way. Everything's on these devices so they know that they can always have access to do their schoolwork. That's one. And so, and also you talk about the phones, the cell phones, the social media, and all this stuff, the connection. I think that technology and what we're capable of doing with it has evolved significantly over the past seven to ten years. We can all agree about it. But I don't think our human ability to handle it has evolved at the same level. Oh, absolutely not. So we we haven't evolved enough emotionally and physically to handle the technology that we're putting in our kids' hands. I I would argue, too, that maybe we're not, like, biologically able to take in the amount of input into our brains um, and, and then interact on the same level because there's just way too much going in now. Like, yeah. uh, you know, before there was phones before you had, I mean, something happened in Asia. We didn't know about it. You know, right. you, you might read about it a couple of years later because right. it was reported on, but we know instantly now because of Twitter, because of email, because of the news, whatever. Um, yeah, I, I agree. Yeah. I mean, I was like, I was reading, I do a lot of like reading studies and 
it was something that I already like intrinsically knew, but actually seeing it on paper that like rates of rates of depression from when we were in high school till now have more than doubled. And so like when we're standing, if you if the data is correct, when we're standing in front of our students, our high school students, between one and five and one and six of them will go through some sort of major depressive episode within this year. Yeah. And it used to be half that when we were in school. So it's more than double. And if you look at the actual chart, it kind of like sort of is slowly increasing. It takes a major hit up in the past five or six years. I think it's technology and social media and all these other things. And there's some school systems that are going back to textbooks because they're seeing these same trends. Because students aren't learning as well right now, and they're way more stressed. And with textbooks and writing down on paper and all that other stuff, yeah. they said it kind of brings it back to where they can handle it. But kind of connecting this spiritually, what it's created is a group of students that are so uh, are so mentally congested, I guess, with all this stuff. Man, that's a, then, that's a great term. For that, that in yeah. order for you to get some kind of uh, spiritual message to them, you have to make it so compelling that it outweighs all the other mess in their brains. Yeah. And that is hard. That's like what I've noticed is like how hard that is. Yeah. And yeah. um it's completely changed like how we do it. So I mean I like how do we how do we do that? Because I think yeah churches have tried all these other things and, and attendance numbers still yeah. are going to the toilet. I I mean Wes, you were about to say something. I, I, I think that, you know, that kind of connects well with what we were even, you know, talking about note taking earlier of just and I, it's a big philosophy with the bullet journal too of uh, practicing mindfulness of what goes in. Yeah. And it's and the, the point of the bullet journal, as they say, it's a uh, it's it's a task tool that it's really disguised because it, it's actually just a, a practice of mindfulness of looking at what is in your day, what is in your mind and you're writing it down and saying, OK, these are the things I've actually done. These are the things I'm actually looking at. These are the, you know, this is what's coming in. And man, mental congest congestion is, is a great term for that. But. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It is. I mean, like I, I think often about um, that episode out of uh, Parks and Rec where, where Tom gets in the accident, they take his screens away, yeah. <laughs> and they go out in the woods, and 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 Ron's like, hey, just uh, just get it all out there. And he starts talking, he talks for hours, because like, it's all the stuff that's in his brain. Oh, I do this, then I do this. And that's our kids. Yeah. Our kids have that much mess yeah. in their brains at all times. And the scary thing to me is that we're not talking about it enough. We're like, I mean, this sounds like a really, really harsh statement, or not a harsh statement, but a really like intense statement, but we're so focused right now as a society on politics and all this other stuff that we're... we're we're missing this hidden thing about like that that more than double of our kids are depressed now than they were uh seven or eight years ago and nobody's doing anything about it at least that i've read school system aren't doing anything about it i haven't seen like a huge push in churches or anything like that to actually like address this problem that exists Mm -hmm. it's like we anecdotally accept oh yeah you know that's probably right but we're not doing anything we talk about it we don't do anything we talk about it we don't do it yeah and um you know, I mean, God bless Apple. They come out with these things like, oh, yeah, well, we'll give you a notification about how much you're using your screen. Who cares about yeah. that? I mean, that does, I've never seen it. Like, sometimes I say, oh, yeah, you were on your screen for this many hours. Like, that's crazy. <laughs> but it doesn't make me do any yeah, less. Yeah, it doesn't change my behavior. It doesn't change my behavior. Yeah. But I guess the one, like, my last point I'd like to say is just that, like, 
the difference between maybe us and our generation and the kids now is that we we haven't always lived in that crazy world. It, I mean, it's increasingly gotten crazier and crazier and more information going around, whatever. But these kids now have only lived in this era. They they have lived, sure. uh, you know, they were born after the invention of the smartphone. And so they are constantly being bombarded. Yeah. So they don't know any different. Yeah. I think that's what's crazy. And sometimes, like, I feel like the old man screaming in a cloud about this stuff. And I'm like, only 31. And I love this stuff. <laughs> yeah. Like, I use it, yeah. I use it all the time. But, like, I sit there and watch it every week about what all this stuff is actually doing to our kids psychologically. And it's the scariest thing ever. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I mean, you guys, you got to organize your life. And, and no matter how you do that, whether it's uh, with note taking apps or, or writing it all down, you got to organize the things that are going in your head. It will help you out. Uh, tremendous tremendous amount of getting it all out there also journal write down your feelings yeah. i mean that sounds uh like kind of basic but that's truly important to you Absolutely. you gotta get it out put it in use evernote yeah use evernote oh, yeah use evernote <laughs> and if you find a better app let us know i the, my other app was notion okay notion. That, that's it oh, notion gotcha. i won't talk about it that's <laughs> the app yeah maybe next what time a name. Come on, we could talk about yeah. it. yeah <laughs> all right so real quick can we do a speed round of hot takes yeah, 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 start over there. Start, start with oh, him. Man, you guys just uh, all right. This is te- this is tech based, but Apple has not made a decent MacBook Pro since 2013. Okay, wow. Uh, I don't really have anything right now. Great, sorry. great, so great, hey, great. Sorry, so sorry. <laughs> um, I guess my hot take. I'll go off of that. Um, that I actually agree with you. That I think that uh, where Apple is struggling the most is with their actual computers. Um, I think they've made incredible advances with their iPads and, and their phones even and the watches and everything else, but their their computers are terrible. And I believe that in five to ten years they won't make them anymore. Wow. Uh, he may be right. I mean, uh, they, as a uh, professional computer user, I'm 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 holding on to my 20, 2012 MacBook Pros for as long as I can. It's got better, so. better yeah. keys than the ones yep. I have now. Yeah. Well, Thank you. If you want to send in hot takes, you can send them at rsm underscore students or Wes underscore Holly. Michael Stuckey, thank you for being here with us today. We, we love you, man. Always, guys. I'm glad to be back. Yeah, it's great to have you. We'll have you back again <laughs> yeah. probably in a month. Hey, I'm a recurring guest now. Yeah, you right? are. Yeah. So yeah. send you a t-shirt. Yeah. You get you back. <laughs> yeah. Like Steve Martin on SNL. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> guys, thank you. This has been In the Office with Scott and Wes. We will see you guys later. Love you guys.